you know, I am so thankful that I'm in this congregation that, that believes is so. And, uh, you know, with the, with the Motskis that we have supported for so many years in the Solomon Islands. And, and of course, our very own Benjamin Helge, who was born here, who, uh, who grew up here. And now him and Becca are missionaries in Eastern Europe. And, uh, and so we are, we're truly supporting mission across the world. But I also think that when Jesus was saying this, to go to all the nations, He was also talking about the nation right here. He was talking about our neighborhoods. He was talking about the international district. He was talking about our school. He was talking about the people that are coming in our doors and and some are coming in because they're looking for a place to worship. Some of them are coming in because they, they want to have fellowship with us. Some of us are coming in because they want to serve. And quite frankly, some of us, some of them are coming in because they're just looking. And Jesus wants us to be there for them, to love on them. And, but today, today I want to just focus on the second part of that scripture. And, and that was to where, where Jesus tells the disciples to, to teach, teach them to obey my commands. Teach them to get, obey my commands. And first in teaching, let me tell you, I have never been the best student. I wasn't the best student growing up and I'm not the best student now. And there's effective ways to teach. And the most effective way to teach for me, the most effective way for me to learn is modeling. And it's when somebody's not telling me things, but when somebody is showing me things, when they're demonstrating, when they're, when they're modeling the behavior, when they're, when they're modeling what they want me to know. I can get that. And you know, when we, we, when we look at teaching, and if you Google, most effective teaching methods, modeling comes up at the top. And so, you know, there's a, there's a saying that's been used and been used by a number of us. I didn't think I'd ever used it. In fact, I don't like it until Chelsea told me I had, my daughter Chelsea told me I had used it. And that is when a lot of times us parents say this, is do as I say, not as I do. And when, and when I see that with, with children or whatever, and I see generally the children or whoever that's being said to do what they're seeing done and not what's being said to them. And so I was, I was talking to Chelsea about that as, as I was preparing for today. And Chelsea said, but, but Daddy, when I was growing up, you said that to me. <laughs> I said, no, I didn't, Chelsea. And she said, oh, Daddy, you said that to me. And I said, no, I didn't. I said, when did I say that to you, Chelsea? And she said, we were talking about parking. And anybody that knows me well knows I am the worst parker in the world. In fact, we were on a youth gathering a while back, and Leslie, I see, laughing. And we brought a big, white, 15-passenger van up there. It was in Fort Collins. And there was 35 other 15-passenger white vans up there. And all the kids... And all the parents that were on this trip said, 
we had no problem finding our van because Jerry parked it. So I had probably should have practiced this before I tried to teach Chelsea in the wrong way. In fact, yesterday when I was, when I was practicing some, I went outside and there was uh, Gabe Lowe and Waylon driving a van in the, in the back parking lot. And I, I stopped him and I said, I said, hey, Gabe, you better not tell him what to do. You better show him what to do. Well, and, so modeling, and, and who, who was the best, well, one, the best teacher of all, but then also the best modeler of all? And of course, that was Jesus. And, and Jesus modeled for us so much throughout his time here on earth for uh, feeding the feeding the hungry, healing the sick, and, and most importantly, where he was there for the most unlovable, the most unlovable, there was Jesus loving on them. The people that maybe we would be judging, Jesus was loving and modeling for us. And so may we model like, like he has. And so then Jesus said to, to teach, them to obey the commands. And so I want to just go through a few of the commands that Jesus has given us. And the first, the, the disciples said, Teacher, teacher, what's the, what's the greatest commandment of all? And Jesus said, To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Now Jesus did not say to to give me love and then go out in the world and be a part of the world. No, he was saying to not be a part of the world. He was saying to, to be in response to the love I've given you, the love I gave you by dying on the cross, by coming and living with you, dying on the cross, rising again, taking away your sin. In response to that, carry the cross with me. Seek my will. Love as I've taught you to love. That kind of love. And that's a hard love. And that's a love that we need the help of the Holy Spirit to do. But Jesus has commanded that to us. And so we should follow His command and with the Holy Spirit do it. Second commandment, right after that, Jesus says to love your neighbor as yourself. And, and, and then He said on these two commands like, all, all the, the, the law and the prophecy, all, everything lies on these two, but to, to love your neighbor as yourself. And it brought me back to my youth. And I know I've shared this, and I've shared this, I think, up here, but I've shared this, that, that Jesus found me on a basketball court. A basketball court at a neighborhood church. But the reality is, it wasn't that basketball court. It was the people on that basketball court. As I came and I was their neighbor, you know, there was the high schoolers. I was in sixth grade. I promise you, I was not the most lovable sixth grader around. I can tell you that. And I was very, very flawed. And, but the high schoolers, they'd pick me to be on their team. Now, they would not pick me to be on their team because I was good enough to be on their team because I wasn't. I was probably four foot six, and they were six foot two. I didn't belong on their team, but they picked me so they could, they could uh, include me. 
And that's where I, I, I met friends that I didn't have before, that they included me. We did six great things. We found turtles and snakes, and we rode our bicycles together, and we ate together, and we had spending nights. And then they gave simple invitations. They gave simple invitations. They threw out simple seeds as they loved on me. They said, hey, you want to go to a youth group? Hey, you want to come worship? Hey, you want to come to a Bible study with me? Hey, you want to join a choir with me? And the whole time, the whole time the Holy Spirit was working on me. The whole time the Holy Spirit was tagging on me and pulling me and pulling me. Purely because they threw seeds and then God just took it and took me along and did what I could not do on my own. Another command that Jesus gave us, he said, he said, hey, I got a new command for you now. And he said, love each other, love each other as I have loved you. Love each other because then they will know you are my disciples as you love each other. See, as we worship together, as we in different churches all across the country, as we as followers of Christ, we have differences. And we come from different places. God does not want us to focus on the differences. God wants us to focus on what brings us together. And that's Jesus and His love and the fact that He did come down and die for us and rise again so we could have eternal life for Him. He wants us to focus on that. One of my very, very favorite stories is, is my mom. When my mom died and my mom loved Jesus. My mom loved Jesus. But when she died, she went to that same church that had that basketball court that had all those people that had loved me for so long. And it was a big, big church and it was full for a memorial service. And I was speaking at the memorial service and I started it out and there's probably 55% of the people in that church that day were probably Republicans. And 45% of the people in that church that day were Democrats. And the first thing I said was I went to the majority and I said, you Republicans, I got to tell you something. I said, mom was a Democrat. <laughs> and every one of the Democrats, they cheered and they yelled and they hollered and they were all excited and I let them get more and more excited. And then I settled them down. I said, I got to tell you Democrats something. Mom was a Republican. And you see, I honestly have no idea what mom was. I just know mom loved Jesus. And I think that's what Jesus wants. Jesus doesn't want us to look at each other's differences. Jesus wants us to share his love together. And he says, and he says, as we share my love, my love for you, if we, you love each other like I love you, people will see that. It's an evangelical love. People will see that and they'll say, wow, I want some of that. I don't understand that. I don't understand what that guy up front's talking about. But I sure see that these people love each other and I'm curious. And so Jesus gives us a command. So those people will be curious. So the Holy Spirit can work into their lives as well. 
Next command, another command that Jesus gave us. And I think this command is impossible. I think this command, like all these commands, but this command, if you think you can do this command without the Holy Spirit working with you, then I don't know. And that is to love our enemy. Jesus says to love our enemy. Jesus says to pray for our enemy. And that is hard. With all the hate that we have in the world, all the hate being thrown at us, all the hate being thrown out everywhere, to love our enemy, that is hard. But if you think about it, if you think about what Jesus did for us, you know, just like we're not perfect now. Well, we weren't perfect then. We were separated from God. So we were kind of, kind of the enemy. We weren't doing what God was asking us. And yet God loved us so, so much that he sent Jesus down to live with us, to die for us, to rise again and take away our sin so we could be in his family. And Jesus, as he said, would be with us always, till the end of time, always. If Jesus gave us that promise, if Jesus was that committed to us, we too can be that committed to him. And the final command I want to bring is one that kind of glues it all together, and that is where Jesus says to pray always. Jesus says to pray always. And if we pray always, and he told us how to pray, and he showed us how to pray, to pray for his will, not ours, to pray to not be led in temptation, to pray for forgiveness, to, to pray for the, the poor, the hungry, the sick, to pray for our enemies. Jesus said to pray always. Now, in trying to wrap all this up, I want to share a story of a, of a friend of mine. And now this is a 50-year-old story. This was going into my freshman year of high school. Now, my friend was named Tom Douthat. He served as the senior pastor of Bridgepoint, which is a big, big Bible church in Houston, Texas. He served there for 31 years. And now, now he is the executive director of a, of a nonprofit that uh, works with men to help them uh, walk with Jesus, to grow their faith. But it's also very evangelical in trying to, trying to share Jesus with those that don't know him. Now, when this story happened, though, Tom had nothing to do with God. Uh, Tom had just moved from the Midwest a couple of years earlier. He had not found himself. I don't know if y'all remember when you were becoming freshmen in high school, but... That's a difficult, difficult time for a teenager. And he hadn't found himself, and he was kind of lost and bored by his own words. So I'm going to let uh, Tom share now. I was not a happy camper. I was bored out of my gourd. I was lonely. I would have done anything to try to fit in with anybody and I was actually failing miserably at all of it, honestly. 
Right? So then a guy named Jerry Schroff, I bet there's somebody in the room who actually knows him, but a guy named Jerry Schroff invited me to go to a, a Bible study. And I had never been and actually had never wanted uh, to go to a Bible study at that point in my life. But actually, I was so bored <laughs> that I said yes. And uh, I said yes, even though at that point in my life, I was very uh, anti-religious. And I can, say, I can remember clear as this day, walking into this room of like, 300 students. And I experienced a kind of acceptance there that night that was, that was really powerful. I don't, I don't know if this makes sense, but it was kind of like there was oxygen in that room that I needed to breathe, you know? And I can remember leaving there that night saying to myself, I have no idea what the guy up front's talking about, but I love being here. And I'm going to come back, you know? So I'm going to tell you, I, I, I kept coming back. Here's, here's the beauty of coming back to, to that which I was, I was uh, invited to. I, I kept coming back. And I don't know if this will make sense to you, but it, it was like, uh, it's like God began to woo me. You know, I didn't know this happened until years later. And I didn't do anything there. I loved on somebody and I gave an invitation. That's all I did. And then the people in the room, I guess they shared Jesus' love too. And, but I look at that and I look at that, what happened, what the Holy Spirit did, that the Holy Spirit has worked through that man to touch thousands of people's lives thousands of people's lives, all we did was give an invitation. Then the Holy Spirit took it from there. And that's what God can do as people walk in the door here. That's what God can do with the, with the, the people in our school, the, the people in the international district. That, that's what God can do if we just love on them. If we just do as Jesus told us to do and to, to teach and His commands by modeling His commands to to, to love him with all our heart and soul and mind, to, to love our neighbor as ourselves, to love each other as he has loved us, to love our enemy and keep in prayer while doing so. God's got it from there. Amen.